Chapter 14 Raising the Divine Feminine The Divine Feminine lives in me, guiding me with its wisdom. Today I will embrace the Feminine and look for ways to acknowledge its essence and enliven its presence in my life and others. To raise the Divine Feminine, we start by looking closely at all the empowered traits of the feminine polarity. By embracing those traits, we bring balance to our lives and amplify our ability to become ultimate co-creators with the will of God. Raising the feminine attributes is necessary for both males and females. However, it's especially important for men to begin to look deeper into the feminine Women will naturally find it easier to reach into their feminine qualities, whereas it'll be more difficult for men given their gender roles. Raising the divine feminine takes more than just a mindset. To raise the feminine, we must practice embracing a more heart-centered approach to life. A heart-centered approach calls for us to reach into our compassion and gentleness. We must also be willing to embrace the energy of creativity as opposed to competition and work at applying our heart's wisdom through patience and surrender. Compassion. The importance of compassion is that it brings the presence of the divine into the moment. We automatically fall into our heart center as we learn how to apply compassion to ourselves and to the world around us. At first, we might require a conscious effort to maintain a compassionate approach. However, as we continue to apply compassion, it slowly becomes a habit and begins to arise on its own accord. What impedes compassion is the judgments we place on the people and situations around us. As soon as we place a label or judgment, we've moved back into our heads and out of our heart. Compassion helps us connect with all the people in our lives, for it removes the barriers we place between us and others. With a compassionate heart, we give much and take little. Just imagine how life would be if the world became a more compassionate place. Dreams can become a reality when we spend our waking hours working toward them. The wonderful quality about compassion is that it multiplies when we pour it into the world around us. But first, we must be compassionate with ourselves. The practice of compassion also naturally guides us to be patient. When I feel like I'm moving into a forceful energy during any situation, patience always has a way of bringing the balance I need, for it brings up the power of my feminine polarity. Compassion raises the divine feminine in us, unleashing our vast potential to fulfill our purpose and serve others. Gentleness. 
the heart understands gentleness because we naturally become less forceful and more loving while operating from our hearts. If we're operating at the level of the mind, we might become narrowly focused because the mind tends to only see the task at hand versus the larger picture. In a heart-centered approach, our ability to be gentle is amplified. The heart knows that we gain little real traction by being forceful. Rather, we get to where we want or need to be with less effort and more grace while embracing gentleness along the way. The quietest voice, spoken with gentleness, delivers the loudest message. Being gentle has a way of slowing us down, causing us to become more aware of our surroundings. As we do, we begin to see all the support and goodness around us. The need to push at life subsides as we reach deeper into the power that gentleness provides. Being creative versus competitive. When we look at traditional and outdated business models, they clearly illustrate the out-of-balance qualities of the divine masculine. They favor competition and prey on our fears. Fear becomes the motive behind our actions and drive. Believing there isn't enough for everyone is why fear takes root. When we treat life as a competition, we're implying that the supply is limited. This leads to a me-first mentality, or a need to prove that you are better than another, so you can advance. Viewing life as a competition places us in an outdated marketing scheme, which is how, how much can I take and how little do I need to give? Replacing the belief that we need to be competitive to get what we want with one that embraces creativity and abundance reduces our need to control and ironically leads to getting all of our needs met. Our greatest abundance comes from dropping our fears and giving to, not taking from, the world around us. A creative and abundant mindset doesn't believe in limitations. Creativity finds ways to live that are mutually sustaining for us all. The gains received from being competitive pale in comparison to the abundance generated out of being creative. One of the key qualities of the divine feminine is creativity. The feminine aspect of God moves through the light of creation. Therefore, raising the divine feminine helps to bring forward our creative endeavors. As we spend time with the creative energy that lives within us, we see that it comes directly from our feminine polarity. And it's important to know that being creative is not reserved for a select few. We are all equally gifted with creative potential. Patience and Surrender 
Patience and surrender are important tools for helping us work with the energy of the Divine Feminine. Much of what the Divine Feminine represents is the movement of creation into the physical world. Each time we reach into the creativity and move a creation, we touch the sacred essence of the Divine Feminine. Without patience and surrender, we may try to force a creation to be something that it's not. Impatience and control activate our minds by throwing us into our desires and perceived needs. However, as we develop patience and surrender in ourselves, we learn how to set aside our thinking and grasping minds. The beginning of any creation starts with a nudge from the silence within, and it takes a brave and willing heart to act on the messages received from that silence. If we are surrendered and willing to follow the guidance received, we bring the most beautiful creations into the world. There is great wisdom in trusting that guidance and moving forward, even if we feel uncertain of where we're going. As a writer only needs to know one word at a time to write any book. We too only need to know the next step in our journey on our path to enlightenment. The creative and abundant power of the Divine Feminine will always safely lead us to our destination. Our Heart's Wisdom Our thinking mind is a great tool, however, we also have a heart mind. Our heart-mind helps us make decisions that are good for everyone, not just ourselves. How our mind answers questions and makes decisions is much different than the answers we get from our heart. Our heart's answers are different because our minds might not see the bigger picture that the heart sees. Pulling our focus down into our heart helps us draw the wisdom found within the silence. Becoming heart-wise is a great leap toward embracing the Divine Feminine. By reducing our time spent in our thinking minds and increasing the time spent in our hearts, we become more gentle, creative, and compassionate. A new world, a balanced world. We do not need to fix ourselves or the world. That would be an impossible task for our ego to, to tackle. We also won't achieve the balance we seek with our polarities through our actions alone. It works the other way around. Our balance actions are motivated directly by the connection we share with the divine. As we continue to unwrap our souls and lean further into God, we remove the barriers that prevent us from expressing ourselves with balance. We might try to force these changes at first, but over time we learn that the grace and power come naturally from our relationship with the divine. By leaning into the divine, it does all the work for us. All we need to do is listen and follow the wisdom that arrives from the silence within. At that point, we're no longer trying 
or doing anything. We are dancing with creation. And while dancing with God, be sure to let the divine lead. Reaching into our polarities will connect us to the creative flow that's streaming through and around us, allowing us to keep going deeper into the endless universes of God. As we continue to develop this balance, we change the world inside of us. By living our lives, we change the world around us as well. Love and creation are the key. This book has talked a lot about creation. Understanding our role with creation is a powerful place to arrive. Moving beyond our current reality of what is calls for us to live a creative life and to move deeper into unconditional love. When we combine these two divine powers, we become superhuman keeping in mind that we are transfer stations for the divine to move creation into the world. We open ourselves to become its vessel. With this knowledge, the next piece to add is doing everything with love. By holding love while we move through our lives, our divinity shines onto all that we do. We don't possess our divinity, rather we express our divinity by holding love while allowing creation to use us. When we fill ourselves with the presence of love, life itself becomes an invitation to explore its potential from one moment to the next. As we grow more comfortable expressing the creative energy that lives within, creation begins to see us as a viable host to keep working with and through. And it will keep choosing us as we consciously create with love. Creation moves like a river. It never forces its way, gently flowing around obstacles. Creation carves a path within that allows the flow to move. We impede that flow when we place obstacles and conditions on what naturally wants to move through us. Again, love is the key because it amplifies the creations that find their way to us and because love holds both polarities. Love itself is neither masculine nor feminine. Love is the breath of the divine. The divine feminine and creation are one of the same. Therefore, when we embrace creation with the intention to love and serve the world, we raise the Divine Feminine. When the Divine Feminine moves into creation into this world, God lives within our creations, allowing us to see God, to touch God, feel God, smell God, and taste the richness of the Divine while we live in this form experiencing our humanness, how blessed we are. The deepest form of gratitude we can express is to become awakened so that we discover the reality of what is.